The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 yeah, you know it. The host does not matter on who's sitting here. What's mattering is who is listening there or watching over there and all that other kind of fun stuff. Anyways, today is Friday, January the 7th of 2022. It's day number seven because it is january 7th and only 358 days left to go so that's the good part about it just the countdown as we're starting it and going from there anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse known as safety fm and then we're also hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place radio Oh, yes, RadioBig.fm. So just in case you did not know, today is Freeform Friday. So what does that mean for you? It means the torture continues. Uh, means that we're just going to go all over the place. I will feel um, reunited and it feels so good. Um, we'll talk about some stuff. We'll play some stuff. We'll do some stuff a little bit different out of the norm. And we... The people that advise me for this show have told me that what I have idea-wise, probably not to do it, but we'll see how it goes. Um, so anyways, a lot of stuff going on real quick as, you know, yesterday was January the 6th, so let's talk about what was trending yesterday. Going around and about and all that, according to the trend, hashtag January the 6th was trending yesterday as the one-year anniversary of the insurrection at the Capitol. Um, also, hashtag PMS. Happy birthday, AJ, was trending as fans um, wish Pat McAfee show co-host and former NFL linebacker AJ Hawk a happy birthday. He turned um, 38 yesterday. Also, uh, what is it? Peter Bogdanich. Well, I probably butchered that last name. Uh, landed a top twin uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Ignore that one. Uh, that's an old one. Uh, T.S. Potter was also trending as the Weather Channel updated Twitter users of a winter storm out east. So there so there you go. Um, what's going around yesterday? Anyways, if you're looking for some things to do this weekend when it comes to the to the charts and the media stuff and all that stuff uh, that you're looking at, um, what you can do and watch from the video on demand services. Here you go. New to Hulu will be um, Pharma Bro. New to HBO Max, Hitman's Wife, Bodyguard. Uh, new to Disney Plus will be Diary of a Wimpy Kit, Dog's Days, Like Mike, like Mike 2 and the Sandlot, and new to Amazon Prime will be Tinder. Not that kind of Tinder, but Tinder the bar. So, um, as you probably are aware, yesterday the president of the U.S. Um, did a little speech-a-rama about the insurrection. So we got a couple of ways we can play this today. So I think because that is probably such a huge portion of what is going on inside of the world of the news, we should probably only do three minutes of news, no spotlight today. Or do you want to do spotlight? I never know. Um, So anyways, I guess before I start yapping too far, call in radio.com if you want to interact with us today and do all that kind of fun stuff. So that's readily available to you. So call in radio.com. We can do the interactions there. Um, texting, tweeting, what not tweeting, but texting, messaging, uh, video, uh, voice call, all that stuff. So we can uh, get that get uh, that all set up uh, for you if you're so inclined to do so. Um, so I'm thinking we're going to go three minutes of news, not the, the traditional five. And then we'll probably do some other horsing around. Or should we just do the traditional five? I don't know. It's free form. Let's figure it out as we do it. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. London, I'm Ollie Barrett. 
A Russian-led troop deployments arrived in Kazakhstan to try and help stabilise the country after recent unrest. The government says dozens of criminals have been liquidated in a crackdown on protests. Demonstrations started over a fuel price hike but have since widened. The US and UN have called for calm. India's Covid cases have again jumped by a third as Omicron infections rise. The country reported more than 117,000 new infections, up 10 times on a week ago. Ishan Gurg reports. Three of India's largest cities, Delhi, Mumbai and Kolkata, are seeing a massive spike in infections. While Delhi has recorded over 15,000 new cases, Mumbai's daily tally has crossed the 20,000 mark. Authorities in the capital are hopeful as hospitalizations are still low. Only 7% of the hospital beds in the city are currently occupied. But in the financial capital, Mumbai, officials are already mulling a lockdown. The state health minister says this will help hospitals cope with the surge in infections. Experts predict that several last cities may also follow suit soon, especially as various modelers are predicting a daily case count of nearly 1 million in the next two months. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. 200 troops are being deployed in London to help the NHS deal with growing staff shortages. The Ministry of Defence says they'll help fill gaps caused by absences due to workers being unwell or having to self-isolate with Covid. James Goodison reports. The deployment will include 40 military medics and 160 general personnel in 40 teams of five. 17 hospital trusts have declared critical incidents in England because of staffing pressures. The medics will help with patient care whilst general duty personnel will fill absence gaps. It's thought the troops will be on task for the rest of this month. Two senior Hong Kong government officials have been sent to a quarantine isolation centre after a birthday party they attended, which also saw a woman test positive for COVID-19 who'd been there. The government's facing criticism over the issue at a time when social distancing measures are being reintroduced in the city. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Hong Kong's Home Affairs Secretary Casper Choi and the political assistant of the Development Bureau Alan Fong have issued public apologies for attending the banquet days before the government reimposed strict social distancing measures in a bid to prevent a further outbreak of the COVID-19 Omicron variant. At least eight other officials attended the function, which was held to celebrate the birthday of one of their colleagues. Hong Kong's chief executive Carrie Lam says she's highly disappointed in their actions. Days earlier, she had summoned the heads of the city's flagship airline Cathay Pacific to question them over how their aircrew had been able to flout pandemic rules, contract the virus and create a local community cluster of the Omicron variant in the process. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, analysis of President Biden's Thursday speech marking one year since the insurrection on Capitol Hill by Donald Trump's rioters. It comes from one of the preeminent observers of America's political crisis, Dan Balls of The Washington Post, who argues there is strong evidence to support President Biden's contention that American democracy is imperiled. The majority of the country believes correctly about what happened Um, both in the election and on January 6th. And yet a majority of the Republican Party still believes that President Biden was illegitimately elected, uh, that there was widespread fraud or uh, irregularities in the in the election counting, um, that Donald Trump bears little or no responsibility for what happened on January 6th. I mean, we we have a two party system, but we have one major party, which has now descended into acceptance of lies and for many, the spreading of conspiracy theories. And so in that sense, we are going through a civil war of a sort. Uh, On January 6th, it was a violent civil war, but that battle continues. And that's what Biden was trying to elevate today. It's hard to know precisely what impact President Biden's speech will have on that battle. Donald Trump seized on it and urged his supporters to never give up. And many of them, of course, will not. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, a Russian-led troop deployments arrived in Kazakhstan to try and help stabilise the country. India's Covid cases have jumped by a third again. 200 troops are being deployed in London to help the NHS deal with growing staff shortages caused by Covid-19. And two senior Hong Kong officials have been sent to an isolation centre after a party also attended by a woman who's since tested positive for Covid. That's the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting. 
This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. 11 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out, talking, moving, grooving, and doing our thing together. Uh, So let's talk about it. So you heard the story. You heard about, you know, the good old information of what they had to say there on Feature Story News. So I I, I don't know. I'm kind of tempting fate today um, as, as we're talking about this and as we're doing it. Uh, so I think because sometimes I think we get a lot of things out of context, I think we're going to do this and we'll just go with it and then see how people complain inside of the box and see how people complain, uh, when it comes into callinradio.com. Uh, so you have some options there. We'll jump in, jump out, do all that kind of fun stuff. So I think we're going to go down an angle that we normally don't do. So let's hang out together and take a listen to this. Madam Vice President, our fellow Americans, to state the obvious, one year ago today, in this sacred place, democracy was attacked, simply attacked. The will of the people was under assault. The Constitution, our Constitution, faced the gravest of threats. Outnumbered in the face of a brutal attack, the Capitol Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, the National Guard, and other brave law enforcement officials saved the rule of law. Our democracy held. We, the people, endured. We, the people, prevailed. For the first time in our history, a president had not just lost an election, He tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power as a violent mob breached the Capitol. But they failed. They failed. And on this day of remembrance, we must make sure that such attack never, never happens again. I'm speaking to you today from Statuary Hall in the United States Capitol. This is where the House of Representatives met for 50 years in the decades leading up to the Civil War. This is on this floor. It's where young Congressman from Illinois, Abraham Lincoln, sat at desk 191. Above him, above us, over that door leading into the rotunda, is a sculpture depicting Cleo, the muse of history. In her hands, an open book in which she records the events taking place in this chamber below. Cleo stood watch over this hall one year ago today, as she has for more than 200 years. She recorded what took place, the real history, the real facts, the real truth, the facts and the truth that Vice President Harris just shared and that you and I and the whole world saw with our own eyes. The Bible tells us that we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. We shall know the truth. Well, here is the God's truth about January 6, 2021. Close your eyes. Go back to that day. What do you see? Rioters rampaging, waving for the first time inside this Capitol, Confederate flag that symbolized the cause to destroy America, to rip us apart. Even during the Civil War, that never, ever happened. But it happened here in 2021. What else do you see? A mob breaking windows kicking in doors, breaching the Capitol, American flags on poles being used as weapons, as spears, fire stingers being thrown at the heads of police officers, a crowd that professes their love for law enforcement assaulted those police officers, dragged them, sprayed them, stomped on them. Over 140 police officers were injured. We all heard the police officers who were there that day testify to what happened. 
One officer called it, quote, a mid medieval battle, and that he was more afraid that day than he was fighting the war in Iraq. They've repeatedly asked since that day, how dare anyone, anyone, diminish, belittle, or deny the hell they were put through? We saw with our own eyes. Rioters menaced these halls, threatening the life of the Speaker of the House, literally erecting gallows to hang the Vice President of the United States of America. What did we not see? We didn't see a former president who had just rallied the mob to attack, sitting in the private dining room off the Oval Office in the White House, watching it all on television and doing nothing for hours as police were assaulted, lives at risk, the nation's capital under siege. This wasn't a group of tourists. This was an armed insurrection. They weren't looking to uphold the will of the people. They were looking to deny the will of the people. They were looking to uphold, they weren't looking to uphold a free and fair election. They were looking to overturn one. They were looking to save the cause of America. They were looking to subvert the Constitution. This isn't about being bogged down in the past. This is about making sure the past isn't buried. That's the only way forward. That's what great nations do. They don't bury the truth. They face up to it. Sounds like hyperbole, but that's the truth. They face up to it. We are a great nation. My fellow Americans, in life there's truth, and tragically there are lies. Lies conceived and spread for profit and power. We must be absolutely clear about what is true and what is a lie. And here's the truth. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election. Duh. He's done so because he values power over principle, because he sees his own interest as more important than his country's interest, than America's interest, and because his bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our Constitution. He can't accept he lost, even though that's what 93 United States senators, his own attorney general, his own vice president, governors and state officials in every battleground state have all said he lost. That's what 81 million of you did as you voted for a new way forward. He has done what no president in American history, the history of this country has ever, ever done. He refused to accept the results of an election and the will of the American people. While well, some courageous men and women in the Republican Party are standing against it, trying to uphold the principle of that party, too many others are transforming that party into something else. They seem no longer to want to be the party, the party of Lincoln, Eisenhower, Reagan, the Bushes. But whatever my other disagreements are with Republicans who support the rule of law and not the rule of a single man, I will always seek to work together with them to find shared solutions where possible. Because if we have a shared belief in democracy, then anything is possible. Anything. And so at this moment, we must decide what kind of nation are we going to be? Are we going to be a nation that accepts political violence as a norm? Are we going to be a nation where we allow partisan election officials to overturn the legally expressed will of the people? Are we going to be a nation that lives not by the light of the truth, but in the shadow of lies? We cannot allow ourselves to be that kind of nation. The way forward is to recognize the truth and to live by it. 
The big lie being told by the former president and many Republicans who fear his wrath is that the insurrection in this country actually took place on Election Day, November 3rd, 2020. Think about that. Is that what you thought? Is that what you thought when you voted that day? Taking part in an insurrection? Is that what you thought you were doing? Or did you think you were carrying out your highest duty as a citizen and voting? The former presidential supporters are trying to rewrite history. They want you to see Election Day as the day of insurrection. And the riot that took place here on January 6th as a true expression of the will of the people. Can you think of a more twisted way to look at this country, to look at America? I cannot. Here's the truth. The election of 2020 was the greatest demonstration of democracy in the history of this country. More of you voted in that election than have ever voted in all of American history. Over 150 million Americans went to the polls and voted that day. In a pandemic, some at great risk to their lives. They should be applauded, not attacked. Right now, in state after state, new laws are being written, not to protect the vote, but to deny it. Not only to suppress the vote, but to subvert it. Not to strengthen and protect our democracy, but because the former president lost, instead of looking at the election results from 2020 and saying they need new ideas or better ideas to win more votes, the former president and his supporters have decided the only way for them to win is to suppress your vote and subvert our elections. It's wrong. It's undemocratic. And frankly, it's un-American. The second big lie being told by the former president and his supporters is that the results of the election of 2020 can't be trusted. The truth is that no election, no election in American history has been more closely scrutinized or more carefully counted. Every legal challenge questioning the results in every court in this country that could have been made, was made, and was rejected, often rejected by Republican-appointed judges, including judges appointed by the former president himself, from state courts to the United States Supreme Court. Recounts were undertaken in state after state. Georgia, Georgia, counted its results three times with one recount by hand. Phony partisan audits were undertaken long after the election in several states. None changed the results. And in some of them, the irony is the margin of victory actually grew slightly. So let's speak plainly about what happened in 2020. Even before the first ballot was cast, the former president was preemptively sowing doubt about the election results. <clears throat> he built his lie over months. It wasn't based on any facts. He was just looking for an excuse, a pretext, to cover for the truth. He's not just a former president. He's a defeated former president. Defeated by a margin of over 7 million of your votes in a full and free and fair election. There is simply zero proof the election results are inaccurate. In fact, in every venue where evidence had to be produced, an oath to tell the truth had to be taken, the former president failed to make his case. Just think about this. The former president and his supporters have never been able to explain how they accept as accurate the other election results that took place on November 3rd. The elections for governor, United States Senate, House of Representatives. Elections which they closed the gap in the House. They challenged none of that. The president's name was first. Then we went down the line. 
governors, senators, House representatives. Somehow those results are accurate on the same ballot. But the presidential race was flawed. And on the same ballot, the same day, cast by the same voters, the only difference, the former president didn't lose those races. He just lost the one that was his own. Finally, the third big lie being told by a former president and supporters is that the mob who sought to impose their will through violence are the nation's true patriots. Is that what you thought when you looked at the mob ransacking the Capitol, destroying property, literally defecating in the hallways, rifling through the desks of senators and representatives, hunting down members of Congress? Patriots? Not in my view. To me, the true patriots were the more than 150 Americans who peacefully expressed their vote at the ballot box. The election workers who protected the integrity of the vote and the heroes who defended this capital. You can't love your country only when you win. You can't obey the law only when it's convenient. You can't be patriotic when you embrace and enable lies. Those who storm this capital and those who instigated and incited, and those who called on them to do so, held a dagger at the throat of America, at American democracy. They didn't come here out of patriotism or principle. They came here in rage, not in service of America, but rather in service of one man. Those who incited the mob, the real plotters, who were desperate to deny the certification of this election and defy the will of the voters. But their plot was foiled. Congressmen, Democrats, Republicans stayed. Senators, representatives, staff, they finished their work the Constitution demanded. They honored their oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Look, folks. <clears throat> Now it's up to all of us, to we the people, to stand for the rule of law, to preserve the flame of democracy, to keep the promise of America alive. The promise is at risk, targeted by the forces that value brute strength over the sanctity of democracy, fear over hope, personal gain over public good, Make no mistake about it, we're living at an inflection point in history, both at home and abroad. We're engaged anew in a struggle between democracy and autocracy, between the aspirations of the many <clears throat> and the greed of the few, between the people's right of self-determination and self, the self-seeking autocrat. From China, Russia and beyond, they're betting that democracy's days are numbered. They've actually told me democracy is too slow, too bogged down by division to succeed in today's rapidly changing, complicated world. And they're betting. They're betting America will become more like them and less like us. They're betting that America is a place for the autocrat, the dictator, the strongman. I do not believe that. That is not who we are. That is not who we have ever been. And that is not who we should ever, ever be. <clears throat> Our founding fathers, as imperfect as they were, set in motion an experiment that changed the world, literally changed the world. Here in America, the people would rule. Power would be transferred peacefully, never at the tip of a spear or the barrel of a gun. And they committed to paper an idea that couldn't live up to, they couldn't live up to, but an idea that couldn't be constrained. Yes, in America, all people are created equal. 
who reject the view that if you, if you succeed, I fail. If you get ahead, I fall behind. If I hold you down, I somehow lift myself up. The former president who lies about this election and the mob that attacked this Capitol could not be further away from the core American values. They want to rule or they will ruin. Ruin what our country fought for at Lexington and Concord, at Gettysburg and Omaha Beach, Seneca Falls, Selma, Alabama. What and what we were fighting for? The right to vote, the right to govern ourselves, the right to determine our own destiny. With rights come responsibilities. The responsibility to see each other as neighbors. Maybe we disagree with that neighbor, but they're not an adversary. Responsibility to accept defeat. Then get back in the arena and try again the next time to make your case. Responsibility to see that America is an idea. An idea requires vigilant stewardship. <clears throat> as we stand here today, one year since January 6, 2021, the lies that drove the anger and madness we saw in this place, they have not abated. So we have to be firm, resolute, and unyielding in our defense of the right to vote and to have that vote counted. Some have already made the ultimate sacrifice in this sacred effort. Jill and I have mourned police officers in this Capitol Rotunda not once but twice in the wake of January 6th. Once to honor Officer Brian Sicknick, who lost his life the day after the attack, and a second time to honor Officer Billy Evans, who lost his life defending this Capitol as well. We think about the others who lost their lives and were injured, and everyone living with the trauma of that day, from those defending this Capitol, to members of Congress in both parties and their staffs, to reporters, cafeteria workers, custodial workers, and their families. <clears throat> Don't kid yourself. The pain and scars from that day run deep. I've said it many times, and it's no more true or real than we think about the events of January 6th. We are in a battle for the soul of America. A battle that by the grace of God and the goodness and gracious and greatness of this nation, we will win. Believe me, I know how difficult democracy is. And I'm crystal clear about the threats America faces. But I also know that our darkest days can lead to light and hope from the death and destruction, as the Vice President referenced in Pearl Harbor, came the triumph over the forces of fascism. From the brutality of Bloody Sunday on the Edmund Pettus Bridge came historic voting rights legislation. So now let's step up, write the next chapter in American history, where January 6th marks not the end of democracy, but the beginning of a renaissance of liberty and fair play. I did not seek this fight brought to this capital one year ago today, <clears throat> but I will not shrink from it either. I will stand in this breach. I will defend this nation. And I will allow no one to place a dagger at the throat of democracy. We will make sure the will of the people is heard, that the ballot prevails, not violence, that authority in this nation will always be peacefully transferred. I believe the power of the presidency and the purpose is to unite this nation, not divide it, to lift us up, not tear us apart, to be about us, about us, not about me. Deep in the heart of America burns a flame, lit almost 250 years ago, 
of liberty, freedom, and equality. This is not a land of kings or dictators or autocrats. We're a nation of laws, of order, not chaos, of peace, not violence. Here in America, the people rule through the ballot and their will prevails. So let us remember, together, we're one nation under God, indivisible, that today, tomorrow, and forever at our best, we are the United States of America. God bless you all. May God protect our troops. And my God bless those who stand watch over a democracy. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. These days, it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. I have to tell you, even before they ever became a sponsor here on Safety FM, we have used LinkedIn Jobs to help find the people that we have here on Safety FM. It's an easy service to use. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified candidates. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash safety FM. That's linkedin.com slash safety FM to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And don't forget to mention the JL sent you. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they could be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Sausages. Parks sausages. Okay? Now go ahead. <laughs> what about Charlie, Mom? No, that's too fast. What about Charlie, Mom? That's pretty good. One more time. Why? Because I like to hear you do it. What about Charlie, Mom? Once more. What about Charlie, Mom? You could do better than that. Just like we did it in the car. More park sausages, Mom. Bring home the sausage, be a hero. Yes, bring home the sausage, P-A-R-K-S. Sausage to win ya, sausage that's braver. Up from Virginia, Park's famous flavor. Bring home more Park sausages, Mom. 
once more. Oh, now that you're kidding me. So there you go. Let's see. (laughs) 41 minutes past the top of the hour. This is what happens when, you know, we go all over the place on a Freeform Friday. So this is I Know My Destiny by Splasher. Yeah, the song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. And there you go. You can download it. Thanks to Splasher for allowing us to play this one. So I know, I know, I know. I think I have caught up for every, every, every swamp minute that I have not done over the last year. So there you go. You you got it all, (laughs) all delivered in one shot. So there you go. I don't know. I think it's pretty kind of self-explanatory. Do we really need to go into some discussion about what was there? I think we're, I think we're good. So anyways, let's get into some some heavy points um, to talk about real quick. Uh, first off, let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org. Or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on as we are hanging out on this lovely, 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 lovely Friday. I'm just going around and about and talking about all the fun stuff that is going on inside of this world. So there you go. Anyways, let's start talking about some other things because I'm sure you're like, what is going on today? And maybe that's probably not the best thing uh, to be doing. Uh, So let's talk about some stuff that is going on inside of the world of the news, just in case. Um, If you're looking for movies this weekend, let's talk about this. See For For Me um, is a movie that's coming out. Rated, uh, let's see, do, do we have a rating? We don't have a rating for that one. Uh, but we also have the 335. It's coming out today, PG-13, in case you're looking for some stuff uh, to go out there and take a look-see, look-see at. Um, so let's go from there. Anyways, let's let's bring Johnny Smalls in real quick. Let him tell you about what happened with the market beat yesterday, and we'll go from there. Here's your market beat minute for Friday, January 7th, 2022. Equities steadied Thursday following Wednesday's FOMC-induced plunge. The action was bolstered by better-than-expected ISM data, but may not be an end to the selling. The Fed's new stance on inflation is hawkish and points to an aggressive round of rake heights. That has the yield on the 10-year Treasury spiking. The yield jumped again on Thursday and threatens to break the bond market out to a new high. If the TNX moves to set a new high above 1.75%, it will open the door to a move up to 3% or higher. Today's action will be driven by the NFP, however. The NFP is expected to be strong after the robust ADP report on Wednesday. A strong report coupled with lower unemployment and accelerating wage growth could seal the deal on interest rates and virtually guarantee a hike within the next two to three FOMC meetings. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what exactly is going on inside of the world of the market, because we always know that that's important. Anyways, what to eat and what not to eat, the winning steak that that just won't quit. For the fifth year, the Mediterranean diet has been named the number one, the 
number one U.S. news, number one according to U.S. News and World Report's ranking of the best diets. Each year, a number of diets are ranked or unbalanced, uh, maintainability, uh, family friendliness, sustainability, and helpfulness. And once again, the Mediterranean diet emphasizes simple plant-based cooking, has um, checked the most boxes. Meals from the, uh, the sunny Mediterranean have long been linked to stronger bones, healthier heart, a lower risk of heart disease, and a longer life. Coming in to a close second was the DASH diet, which stands for Dietary Approach to Standard Hypertension and emphasizes in reducing salt intake, and the Flexterian diet, which encourages, um, encourages being a vegetarian most of the time, but uh, flexible enough to allow burgers once in a while. What diet came last? Well, just ask my teenager because I'm pretty sure that she'll be able to let you know. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so in some other news, fast um, KFC is joining the fast food trend of bringing meatless options to the menu. On Monday, the chain will add Beyond Meat plant-based chicken to the menu around the U.S. Beyond Meat and KFC work together to create Beyond Fried Chicken, a chicken meat substitute that apparently tastes a whole lot <laughs> like a whole muscle instead of uh, muscle chicken instead of a uh, you know ground-up nuggets. So there you go. Beyond Fried Chicken was introduced in Atlanta restaurants back in 2019 and has been tested in other regions regions and it will be available for a limited time time notably kfc is not marketing the product to vegans or vegetarians directly uh since it will be made with the same equipment used as kfc regular fried chicken hey meatless chicken was by nickname um at high school so there you go just some stuff to think about i don't know how do you how do you work that angle I mean, I'm just wondering here. You tell people you have a, a meatless option, <laughs> and then you turn around and you say you're cooking it the same way. Anyway, so let's talk about some news of the weird real quick. A cat was reunited with his family after being accidentally donated to a thrift store. Uh, Den- uh, Denver Animal Protection said the personal responded to the ARC thrift store when employees discover a cat hiding inside of a recliner chair that had been donated earlier in the day. Animal workers were able to extract the kitty from the chair. Meanwhile, 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 the family um, uh, that donated the chair had discovered their cat was missing and returned to the store to see if it might have been stowed away in the seat. The store directed the family to the Denver Animal Protection. The cat named, uh, well, that's not important, was in, was not injured but was reunited with the family. Is this why my wife keeps trying to get rid of my favorite lazy boy might be the other question, but maybe that's a story for a different day. A team of scientists um, have taught goldfish how to drive on land. Yes, you heard me correctly there. The researchers working out of the University of Israel built a fish-operated vehicle and taught six goldfish to control the vehicle and the use of simple navigation strategies to successfully perform the task. Their FOV, um, for short, consisted of plexiglass water tank um, outfitted for a four-motorized wheels, a camera, a track for the fishes, movement, and a computer and technology to detect the FOV location. After becoming um, accustomed to their new ride, the fish individually learn how to navigate towards the pink tank in three times four meter room, which um, would earn them uh, a food belly. Scientists say that if the, the fish became uh, progressively more proficient on the task by the last time they exhibited control of the FOV in the high-level success. The FOV travels at a speed of just 1.5 kilometers per hour. Um, I wish I could say that the same for the new for the new drivers in my house, you know, that they were very proficient on what was going on. But, hey, who knows anymore on what you can and cannot say. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here you go. 50 minutes past the top. People who, did you know that people are obsessed with Hollywood gossip and A-list celebs just aren't that bright, according to a new Hungarian research a study published by the BMC Psychology uh, concluded that there is a direct association between celebrity worship, poor performance of cognitive tests, measuring both literacy and 
uh, numeracy. The researchers were unable to determine whether celebrity assessors perform poorly on cognitive tests because they use brain power thinking about A-listers or whether they were fixated on Hollywood gossip because they were already less intelligent to begin with. It should be noted that I found the story on the website whose writers are obsessed with celeb gossip. So just keep that in mind as we are talking. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking about some other things real quick, because this is always important to do so. Uh, if you're looking at some things that occurred back and during this time of on this date of any year, so let's talk about 2019. Amazon overtakes Microsoft to become the world's most valuable listed company for the first time worth 797 billion dollars 797 billion dollars microsoft rang in at 789 billion dollars so there you go just some stuff going on right there robert shenson is celebrating a birthday today turns 34 lewis hamilton 37 brent or brett dallin 39 lauren Cohen to 40 jinx a guitarist from Black Bill Bride turns 41. Uh, Jeremy Rainier turns 51. Nicholas Cage turns 58 today. I thought he was older. I don't mean that in, in a bad way. I'm just saying. And Kenny Loggins, uh, he turned 74 today. So there you go. That's some birthdays that were going on today. If you were looking forward to that. If you're looking for a reason to celebrate, I can give you some of those. It's National Old Rock Day. Uh, National Tempura Day. In National Bobblehead Day. So I guess if you're looking for some bobbleheads, they might be on sale today. So maybe it's a good time to go out there and take a look-see, look-see, um, just in case. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts. M&Ms were created back in 1941 as means for soldiers to enjoy chocolate without it melting. Uh, the technology behind smartphones relies on up to 250,000 separate patents there you go people develop first impressions on you in a tenth of a second scientists finally concluded that the chicken came first not the egg because the protein which makes the eggshell is only produced by hens the average number of readers of any given published scientific paper is to say just said to be you ready for this 0.6 yeah 0.6 people there you go uh, farmers in England are required by law to provide their pigs with toys. What kind of toys do you provide a pig? Maybe that's a question to ask there. That might be an even more interesting one. So anyways, as we are talking and moving and talking about all that stuff. Yeah, Freeform Friday was probably much different today than most. Um, but let's talk about it. We've done this during the the different presidential or the different president speeches uh, going about and talking about the things that are happening. Um, so I thought that it was important to go over that. Some people might like that. Some people might not. It is what it is. Um, but definitely, I always like for when people have full information opposed to partial information. I could have gave you the spiel on what he said, but it's not the same when you hear the whole thing. Just my point of view. The great thing about it is if you're on the radio station, well, you know what you could have done. If you were on the streaming services, you know what you could have done. On the podcast, you know what you could do. That's that's the that's the great part about this. But I always think that opposed to um, us feeding you stuff, it's always good from time to time for you to take a listen on your own. Anyways, 54 minutes past the top of the hour. You and I are still hanging, um, hanging and doing our stuff here. So just want to talk about this real quick because I think we have the, the lovely opportunity to do so. Listen, this week wasn't a week where I was trying to see what all we could throw out there and change some things up. I was just trying to give you information that I thought that was pretty important that I thought was coming out and we really sometimes tend to forget to look at things from different sequence of events. Sometimes we're very limited on what we want to do opposed to looking at the whole bigger picture. Believe me, I am as guilty as charged. Um, Sometimes I get so locked down on certain things that I don't want to go too far away from them. So at this particular point, what I want to do is sometimes talk about just things that I think that are so important. The reality thing that happens is that your reality is different than mine. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that from a standpoint is that how you perceive things are going to be different on how I do. 
but just the way that it happens. We're all different people. That's why it's always good to be able to communicate with all kinds of people just to be able to see their point of view on certain aspects. I don't think that a lot of people do things under out of ill will or with bad intentions. They just have different perspectives. And sometimes we tend to forget that. I don't try to find friends that all have the same point of view that I do. That's no fun. Different aspects are always important to what is going on. Think about it in that fashion. Could mean something to you. Anyway, so let's continue talking real quick. If I can give you a random joke for today, here's one. Some men say that they don't wear their wedding band because it cuts off circulation. Well, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, I'm just saying there. Anyways, if you need a phone starter for today, you can try this. What was your all-time favorite family vacation? Think about that. Your all-time favorite family vacation. All-time. Out of all the ones you ever took, what was your favorite one? Try that as a phone starter for today. If you need something for the water cooler, you can give this one a try. Question, 53% of people say that this is the food they miss the most when dieting, and it's not pizza. So what is it? It's chocolate. Do you really consider chocolate a food? I thought it was more like a dessert. Anyways, I don't know. What do I know? Anyway, so it is 57 minutes past the top of the hour. I will be going over to RadioBig.fm to hang out over there and do the things that I do on that section. But before I let you go, I want you to have the motivation by John Smalls before we get you out of there. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Sasha. William James said, if you can change your mind, you can change your life. What a great quote. And it's very true. If you're trying to make a change in your life, it has to start somewhere. You can say you're going to do something, but until you believe it in your own mind, it's not going to happen. My advice is to set the goal, make it specific, set a timeline and a total, then track your progress towards this goal on a regular basis. Once you change your mindset, you're well on your way to achieving your goal, but you still need to follow through to make it happen. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quote can be submitted for an upcoming program at motivationminute.org. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one and going over all of that crucial information for the Motivation Minute. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on radiobig.fm and Safety FM. Thank you for always coming out and hanging out with us because we can't do what we do without you. I hope you have a fantastic weekend doing whatever you have planned. Or even if you don't have anything planned, I hope something fantastic happens. Anyways, if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. The cure of boredom is curiosity. There is no cure for curiosity. Think about that. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre 
accident investigation. Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, the Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what could be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you.